Welcome. You're listening to the Salesforce Marketing Cloud podcast for the UK financial services community. Our aim is to let you know what's happening, when it's happening, and how you can get involved. We'll keep it short and in downloadable form so you can listen wherever you are. Hit subscribe to get notifications of new episodes, news, and announcements. I'm Miles. And I'm Joe. And we work at Salesforce in the UK. As ever, any views here expressed are our own. That's right. Don't base any purchasing decisions based on what we say. Just sit back, enjoy and learn. So what are we talking about this week, Joe? Thanks, Miles. Yeah, I'm really delighted to say that given I know we all love talking technology, um, we're just going to change things up a bit today because we're going to actually focus on the application of just marketing cloud in financial services. I think something that we'd all like to know are What's everybody else doing and what are the best things that everybody else is doing? So it would be great today to focus on the top use cases um, so that we can all listen and learn from each other. Um, what are the successes that other customers are having and you know what are the, the quickest wins we've all got available to us? So let's think about that in terms of marketing cloud and I'm going to leave it to you to introduce the two fantastic guests that we've got here with us today. Yeah, two great guests. We've had them on the show before. If you've been listening to previous episodes, you would have uh, you would have heard Sophie and Stephen, uh, leaders from our EMEA product team, uh, Marketing Cloud on. Uh, they were so good last time. We decided to have them back to talk us through those top two use cases. But for those that don't know you, Stephen, Sophie, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, hi, my name's Sophie Crosby. I'm the SVP for Outbound Product for Marketing Cloud. Really pleased to be here. And Stephen Barrett, VP of Outbound Product for Marketing Cloud. Uh, yeah, pleased to be here as well. I guess the question I have, Miles and Joe, is how many Ofcom complaints did we get last time? Where was <laughs> did people complain about us and you know Sophie's profanity or anything like that? Um, I, yeah, we we are not obliged, <laughs> not 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 obliged to report that, Stephen. <laughs> But we take it that the more complaints, the better. So let's just say we're really popular. There we go. There we go. <laughs> So thanks, guys. It's it, As Miles said, it's fantastic to have you back. And we know that you're in a really good position working with all of us to have that complete overview of, you know, the, the brightest and best things that our customers are doing. So if you would happily share some of that insight with us, that would be fantastic. Gosh, where to start? Um, Stephen, you'll have to pick me up when I when I drop off here. I think we can probably ping pong between us. But you know, at a very start when people are using marketing cloud, especially messaging and journeys, they're really looking to drive operational efficiency. They're looking at using automations and setting up journeys to add value to their brand with timely relevant communications. So if I've just signed up to a bank or to a card service, you know, messaging and journeys can put me on a journey for a welcome journey, but it can also do split decisions based on whether I open or I don't open that, uh, that email or push or SMS and really deliver me kind of a, a long journey to perhaps get progressive profiling and find out more about me. Um, so this is really about giving the customer a digital experience, the consumer a digital experience, making it really smooth and a, a relevant onboarding process, you know, onto, you know, into the bank. That could be one really easy way to add value. I don't know what else you think on messaging and journeys. There's so much more, Stephen, to, to, yes. to there. Sylvie, would you, would you include like abandoned card in that, in that kind of that journey orchestration to, you know, follow up on activities that are taken by their customers, right? 
Absolutely. And I think as yeah. well, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. People talk about real time. And I think, you know, there's real time and there's low latency. You know, ultra yeah. real time is, you know, responding to something in milliseconds on screen. But a lot of the ways in which we see, you know, FinServe and in fact, all of our customers wanting to respond to customers is just in a timely way. So it might just be a few minutes later. And for that, you know, a lot of our transactional APIs for email, for push, for SMS, a really good way to find out based off of an action, we can trigger another action or a campaign and drop customers into a journey. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something we see a lot of uh, a lot of our FinServe customers doing around transactional APIs. Things like, uh, has somebody used my credit card and I didn't know about it? Uh, you know, things like, uh, a great example is like every, I don't know, every time my payment goes through, I want confirmation of that payment going through. I recently just had uh, the notification from my bank that somebody used my credit card to buy some pizza for themselves and it, it was not us. So uh, it was nice to have that the real time notification to be able to take action and make sure they didn't buy anything else besides just that pizza. Yeah, I mean, I actually kind of love and loathe the feature I have. My bank, I, I'm showing you on screen, but I've got a whole bunch of transactions. Everything I've spent, every coffee, every, you know, jumper I've bought online or anything I've done pops up a second, just a, a minute or two later, confirming to me I've spent that money. Now, yeah. it's a bit depressing because I can see how I'm spending money like it's going out of fashion, but it's great as well. It gives me a real sense of confidence because I always do look at them, check it is what I just spent and that it isn't fraudulent activity. And I think that is something that we're all just getting used to as a matter of course right now as consumers. Yeah, and, and, it, and honestly, when this happened with my credit card, it gave me confidence in my bank when the way they handled it, right? So it was a it was a better experience and they were able to take care of the transaction and, you know, within minutes it was dealt with versus, you know, I find out a month later that somebody had gotten my card. So it was a great experience. And I think what's interesting here is obviously Marketing Cloud has great capabilities to do, you know, upsell and cross-sell. You know, if somebody's clicked on a loan application or looked at a mortgage calculator, you know, we can trigger journeys and marketing off the back of that to sell more. But what actually we started this conversation with, particularly for FinServe, was really about experience and service and confidence and trust. And we really see this big desire from financial institutions to deliver real-time or low-latency messages, especially via SMS and push, for all of these reasons, you know, fraudulent activity check, balance details, and, and peace of mind and trust, I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I think, I, think I, I, I was just going to say, Sophie, I think um, we're seeing more and more conversions between different industries as well. The, the kind of experiences people are looking for in retail, it's the same consumer looking for that experience in the bank, which they never used to have. You know, that didn't, that didn't exist. And so I think uh, it's just an interesting point that you make about experiences, you know, off the shelf ability to deliver those transactional uh, APIs. And I think, you know, you, were, you use words like abandoned car and cross-sell and upsell, which aren't typically associated with, with banking, but I think they're the same capabilities and learnings that we can take from retail, for example, and that need to do things very, very quickly in the moment, like an interaction to, to deliver an experience. Is that something that you see in, you know, more and more when you speak to FinServe companies, that they're trying to learn from retail and, and some of these apps more digitally been doing it for longer? Yeah, I think absolutely. And, and you know, uh, whilst there's a lot of a lot of really great low latency messaging that you can use with messaging and journeys, and, you know, we've now got a, a, a new SDK for 
you know, for customers to be able to put in their mobile app so we can really respond to what people are doing in the app. So if I'm looking at a loan, you know, uh, and I'm maybe looking or an extension of my credit card limit, we can respond to that almost immediately. Um, but, uh, you know, we're also seeing uh, banks using real-time interaction management products like our interaction studio product to really capture and acquire new customers who are casting around and looking at products and thinking about buying a car or getting a loan or renewing a mortgage. And that's a, a really interesting way to capture people in the moment that they're looking at something and to capture data back, first-party data, to say, hey, put your email in and we'll help you finish the quote or send you details of suitable products or, or put you, you know, give you more information. I, I would say, Miles, one of the things that I was just talking to another company about, they, they're about as far away from Amazon as you can be and in in their customers are as well. But their customers are also Amazon customers, and they expect that experience to be as simple as the kind of Amazon one click, right? And like everything accessible, everything easy, everything via mobile, everything via the channel that they want to be communicated at. Very, very simple, even though that their industry is not, you know, retail shopping and things like that. Yeah, I heard a really interesting concept the other day with a luxury goods um, company who were talking about the consumer in the channel. And it took me a, a while to get my head around this. It's not really that the consumer is the channel. It was the idea that really, genuinely, it doesn't matter whether they walk into the store, into the bank, whether they're in their app or whether they're on a website, that, you know, this kind of experience, there should be um, a, a kind of a smooth experience across all, right, and, and, and yeah. delivery of content across all. So I thought, uh, you know, thinking about that Amazon experience, if I log into Amazon on my app, but then I go and look at them on, on my on my web browser, it's kept the things in the basket, right? The experience is the same. It's it, it, I can pick up where I left off, I suppose, is, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So Sylvia, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. I think one of the things that that we're seeing uh, FinServe companies struggle with is they use different technologies for a lot of these communications and a lot of, you know, they have backend systems and disparate systems. So how do they build that single source of truth, that that single platform, that single view of a customer to be able to make decisions, to be able to market effectively and, and take actions as quickly as possible, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, pulling together data from different places, this is a really big theme that we're talking to customers about now, you know, whether it's from, you know, uh, banks own data links or their other systems, many of the big financial institutions have got quite aging legacy systems and they really want to pull the data together to make it actionable, swift, you know, and, and really fast and, and, and really usable, right? So um, I think whether that's calculating that somebody's coming to the end of a loan or mortgage period and triggering journeys, whether it's calculating, doing calculated insights on uh, different products that people have used, whether it's actually starting to look at households, this is a big area that we see customers coming to us whether that's utility companies or banks or others saying we want to understand the household and we want to better serve not just market to but better serve the customer with that understanding of what the household is doing and and i think that really takes a cdp you talked about all that disparate data coming together that takes a you know this um single customer view i suppose or single household view that we talk about yeah um yeah so i think you know those are some of the Big areas. I mean, uh, Stephen, you've probably worked with more with more banks than I have. I mean, what have you got any real light bulb moments with a bank? I'm thinking of one actually in the Middle East that you had where 
one thing and convinced the company. They were like, wow, this stuff works. I just, it's a great one. It's so simple, but I think it really worked for, for that bank. And I know they've gone on to use a lot of our marketing cloud products since then. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's every company's looking for that light bulb moment, right? So we we did work with a with a bank that uh, was working very hard to get all the communications up and get it up and running. Uh, they tied uh, Marketing Cloud into their mortgage application process, right? And prior to that, they someone would you know go to fill out a mortgage application. Maybe they get halfway through and they'd never come back. Well, they put journeys to it and said, you know, hey, do you want to follow up? And, you know, maybe they do two emails and then do a call out after or something like that. And they actually increased their conversion rate by over 60%. Uh, so, it, you know, one single journey had a significant impact on uh, additional revenue, additional closing of business for their, for their mortgage. And as soon as they did that, they were like, we're all in. Where else can we do this? What other journeys do our customers go on? Where can we where can we see these benefits? And it's it's been it's been fantastic for them. Yeah, I mean, and I'm going to give one example that reminds me of that. That's actually not a bank, but I could totally see a bank doing this. This is a huge global shipping company, and they happen to use Google Analytics. And we have a really easy sort of low-hanging fruit piece of integration where you can integrate Google Analytics into Marketing Cloud and recognize and infuse audiences from Google Analytics into Marketing Cloud journeys. And um, this huge shipping company, they they make a lot of their money, obviously, from huge shipping companies, companies that, I don't know, probably trainer companies. You know, think of Adidas and Nike are probably shipping create loads of trainers around the world all the time and things like that and probably you know a lot of these fashion companies but they make the bulk of their money from people who only ship occasionally one or two crates a year from one location to another and they found that they haven't really got enough sales consultants to look after these guys whereas they really need to automate and drive that that pickup of that interest and they used google um, google analytics to find where people were dropping out of booking a, a ship a shipment so imagine somebody dropping out of looking at a mortgage repayment calculator or looking up a loan or looking up another kind of financial product. And they were able to simply infuse those people back into a journey to say, hey, you were looking at this and just give a little bit more information and a link to take them back. And they saw a phenomenal uptick. First of all, a 50% uptick in terms of opens, but a 6% global uptick in bookings in that segment. And that segment, whilst it was... Um, small shippers, it was a, a huge part of their business. So to be able to drive by 6%, um, you know, a, a significant portion of your business, um, just with that one activity, I think it's when you have these light bulb moments, that's, that's really amazing. And I, I could certainly see that, you know, a lot of financial um, companies that we have, you know, we're starting to see they're making these leaps forward as well, um, like the one you described, Stephen. Yeah. So I think, I think what we're hearing there is, you know, we're talking about the top use cases here from financial services companies. One of the things that's coming out is that what the customer is demanding now is, is very similar to what we see in, in other industries, the Amazon effects, as, as you're calling it, Stephen. And, you know, it's about data, being able to understand and see your customer, to know them, to know what they want, when they want it, who are the most profitable customers being able to execute on those customers in real time with messages or journeys that are profitable or deliver the right experience. And also to be able to address regulation, um, whether that be through, you know, real time messaging to, to counteract fraud or for the experience that you just need your credit card. So I think that's a really good use case that we can apply. Um, just quite simply using messaging and journeys uh, empowered by data at the back end.
Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Um, are there any other trends that you're seeing across your banking, insurance, and, and you know, different verticals within FS? Yeah, I, I think the one I'm seeing, and Sophie, I don't know if you know if you see this as well, but the one I'm seeing is there. There's a trend where organizations are trying to get a view into the effectiveness of all their digital marketing, right? So how can I bring it into one place? How can I see how ads are working, how messaging is working, and all of that in a very clean, simple way across the entire organization, and then get that data into the hands of, of the people who need it most? Yeah, and Stephen, I think it's it's super important now because there is so much competition. You know, it, the the barriers to entry into banking and financial services have really lowered, and so there's a really you know a question about salience and share of mind. So, you know, spend and marketing spend and being able to track that and have that visibility, as you say, I think is is really important. What I love about um, Datarama is as well that you can see what's happening in the moment. You know, uh, you don't have to wait until the end of the following month to see what you spent and what the campaigns did. You can see them interacting in real time and understand what's working and what isn't. So which gives you, I think, real power. So it's visibility, but also power to do something about your spend in the moment rather than look back on it and weep, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Look back on it and weep. That's, uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it turns it turns the analytics of of marketing and especially performance marketing from a, an accounting exercise into a, you know a strategic actionable insight exercise, right? So it, you know we're not accountants. You know we're people that take action and, and can make a difference. And I think that's the big difference with with a tool like Datarama. You know, I think it's amazing. I think we need a t-shirt that says that, Sophie. We're not accountants. We're people who take action. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a t-shirt. Let's do it. I feel you need a big, a big t-shirt. You know, as marketers, I'd expect a smaller slogan, but, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll get back. And the next, uh, if you invite us back, we'll have a better slogan next time. Okay. <laughs> For sure. You're, you're always welcome back. And you know what's interesting? You started out talking about... Um, marketing clouds brings you this real-time capability the in the moment and then you've rounded it off with the analytics still being real time so everything you're doing you're monitoring so yeah that's that's pretty impressive brilliant thanks so much Joanne and Miles it's been fun talking to you it's really appreciate it thank you guys, cool thanks, guys. Thank you. that's it for today thanks for listening hit subscribe to be notified of new episodes Reach out to us on LinkedIn or email us at podcastuk at salesforce.com if you want to give us feedback or suggest content for new episodes. Until next time. Thanks for listening.